This is WCN. The Whole Care Network. You talk. We listen. Content presented on the following podcast is for information purposes only. Views and opinions expressed during this podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent views of the Whole Care Network. Always consult your physician for medical and fitness advice, and always consult your attorney for legal advice. And thank you for listening to the Whole Care Network. I love, love people. We all have our stories, and by sharing them, we can truly show the power of the human spirit. Welcome to another episode of Gratitude to Latitude Stories of Resilience and Hope. I'm interviewing a rock star today. Sarah Cooper is funny, beautiful, caring, and determined. She was a real estate lender, an event planner, trained chef, and is the founder of Cooper Creative Group. She's also my friend and neighbor. In 2015, Sarah and I did the ice bucket challenge together on my front lawn. She reached out to me because she had been following and promoting my nonprofit, Hope Loves Company. We made a video of us doing the ice bucket challenge and I'll share that video in our show notes. Three years later, Sarah herself was diagnosed with ALS. This interview is part of my series to bring ALS awareness and to honor May as ALS Awareness Month. Sarah can communicate softly and she uses a Toby Dynavox speaking device. What we're doing here today is making history. We will hear Sarah's voice. We will also hear the Toby, which translates Sarah's words. And in addition, I may be reading some of Sarah's words for her. Sarah, I welcome you to Gratitude to Latitude, Stories of Resilience and Hope. Good morning, darling. I'm thank you so much for having me. I'm really honored to be part of this Oh, I am honored to include you in this series because quite honestly, we're sitting here in your house and everyone will see a picture of you, but you are a fashionista. Mm. You are always wearing dresses, which I'm here in sweatpants, and you have your Hermes lipstick on. Your hair is perfect. We have candles lit, flowers around us, and in the background, there is some lovely music because this is a part of who Sarah Cooper is. I want to start, I'd like to start all of my podcasts with childhood memories because a lot of who we are begins with our childhood and the characteristics that we share as children without any any voices of saying don't be this don't be that you know who we are when we're children is really who we are so i like to go back to a childhood story and you always tell people the first thing you share is that you're funny which you are you're funny. Very. <laughs> Very funny. Sorry. So 
You have a great childhood memory to share that's pretty funny, and it speaks to your entrepreneurial spirit. So we are going to do our best to share this story. When I was young, we lived in a devil the woman here on. Um, there were the other young people and the rumor was I got a buzzing. Okay, so I'm going to stop you there for a second, if you don't mind me interrupting. So Sarah said she lives in a, she lived in a, sur- a suburban community, oh, right? That was really nice. And uh, there was a rumor. There was a rumor that she was a little, uh, dare I say, bossy. I know. I want my brother and everyone. I don't know. Your brother said you were bossy. Yeah. Okay. So, so Sarah's got this reputation of being a little bossy. And this was what, the 1970s? Yeah. Okay, we won't age you, but um, this was the 1970s before environmental conditions were a thing, right? Okay, so Sarah herself did something. I won the glove. I won the So I'm going to translate that in Uh, case someone can't hear these important words. So Sarah herself formed a club called the Pollution Stoppers. And initially, she was not the president. Surprise. Uh, But she did hold an important elected, elected office. She had about 10 members. They held fairs, social gatherings. The office was a fort, and this all took place in her backyard. In yeah. her backyard. Okay. She had confidential papers that were kept there, and her seven-year-old brother was in charge. We had memory. And all members had to Okay, so they had an infirmary, and all members had to pay dues. Yeah. What was the due? What, what was the payment? Um, I don't know. Was it like 10 cents? Yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, what we would do was the juice. I had the money to, um, the wine. And then we would get our name in the newspaper. Okay. So you had these dues that you collected from yeah. these these other members. Yeah. And then you would send the money to the YMCA? Yeah. Okay. And then your name would get placed in the newspaper? Yes. And how did that make you feel as a young girl? At 10 years old. 10 years old. Um, And that was wonderful. And that was wonderful. For our cause was publicity. And I got it. So... Sarah is sharing that she wanted publicity and she got it. And, you know, so this does speak of who you are because Sarah, as the president of Cooper Creative Group, is a marketing guru. And the the things that she does best are she is a huge community advocate. She is an ALS advocate. She is a connector. She is a writer, speaker, and she's a marketer. So she she knows how to get a message out there and put it into the world. And one of the things Sarah did was when she was diagnosed with ALS, she 
said that she was taking ALS on as a client, meaning she was going to give it the same publicity that she would give any of her paying clients and spread awareness. And that journey has put her face on magazine covers. She has done interviews. This is her first podcast, which Um. is very exciting. Currently, right now, there is a gigantic banner, which is placed at Pennington Quality Market in Pennington, New Jersey, with Sarah's beautiful face on it. And the banner is ginormous. It's a billboard, basically, with Sarah's Uh beautiful face on it. And, uh, and mine as well, but uh, you know we uh, won't talk about my face. We'll talk about yours. Uh-huh. Everyone who goes shopping sees Sarah and her hashtags, which are let's kick some ALS, mm. as well as be more keel. In this role that Sarah has acquired as an advocate living with ALS, she gets up every day and is anxious to let people know that there's this disease that I can say here, I know very well as well. Actually, I lost my husband, Kevin, to ALS. And most of you probably know that, which is why I started Hope Loves Company, the only nonprofit that supports caregiving children whose lives are affected by ALS and who have a parent or grandparent living with ALS. And so Sarah and I are now, we are sisters in this journey. We are, we are sisters in this journey. And uh, I'm in no accident. Everything I come together. I'm providing no meaning to my learning. So Sarah just shared that there are no accidents, that everything has come together from our initial visit to that ice bucket challenge on my front lawn to her diagnosis and the time that we spend together daily, that there are no accidents. And I just want to take a moment to really share from my perspective, and I'll try to do so without tears, but Sarah has been a huge mentor in my life as my life has evolved and grown from a nonprofit founder to a speaker and coach. Sarah has been a huge resource. Her knowledge and brilliance and her determination is is enormous, only matching her her big heart. So she has definitely helped me again and again, and I'm grateful that she's able to do this podcast. So another thing about Sarah that is a big part of who she is is her love for music. I mentioned that she has cocktail tunes playing always when you walk into the house. Even though we sometimes differ in our tastes, <laughs> music. Sarah, do you have a song, a quote, or a person, or perhaps place that has inspired you to live a life of gratitude? I often, I love music, but I love the name my name song and McMahon Ain't no now. Okay, so I'm um, gonna I'm gonna share that. So she um, loves music, and she often thinks of her theme song as McCadden and Whitehead. Ain't no stopping us now. So it's ain't no stopping us now. Yeah, we're on a groove. Okay, that one. She also said that my physical place that rocked all of my senses in a glorious way is Nantucket. There's a wilderness yet gracious feel to the island. Kind of how I feel about myself. 
I would be remiss if I didn't mention that my place of grand times with my nephews, who are my favorite part of my life, I first went to Nantucket with my high school boyfriend's family, but that's another conversation. First love, first real heartbreak. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, so I've been to Nantucket once, and perhaps um, we'll get there again. And it's on my bucket list to get back. So it's on Sarah's bucket list to get back, and we're going to do one more, um, one more time, and we'll do our best to do that. Yeah. yeah. So Sarah is so many things, as it's clearly evident just from the beginning mm. of this podcast from when I read her bio. I'd like to ask her about three words to describe herself. And I know she's a humble person. So I I think this is probably something that makes her feel a little awkward. It would be easier to ask others. And maybe we will. It might be frightening. It might be frightening? Yeah. (laughs) No, it wouldn't be frightening at all. But Sarah, would you, how would you describe who you are, and I know three words doesn't give you a lot of space, but... Well, I, I am God. Kind? Um, yes, you're kind. Loyal. Loyal. And fun. And fun. And funny. That's four. Um, <laughs> um, I love, love people, and that is... Sarah loves people, and at any given day, there the the front door is a revolving door with people coming in and out. And not only does Sarah love people, but people love her. So again, I can give you a little visual of this house. There are gifts and cards everywhere, and Sarah is also so generous to always give as well, giving gifts and giving cards. So I think those three words and the funny and the funny are great. And you know what I had wanted to do, Sarah? I wanted to find a Mary Oliver quote to share today. I have them. You have them somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. So because I didn't know who Mary Oliver was until I met Sarah. And if you have not checked out Mary Oliver and her her words of wisdom, please do. But I think we'll, what we'll do, Sarah, is we will find a quote and we will share it as well in our notes okay. uh, with this podcast because we'll pick your favorite. Okay. I would like to say one thing about um. I live my life. So you'd like May to say, I, Yeah, you're going to say, share um, something of how you live your life. Hold tight to your ethics, beliefs, and be true to yourself. Be the best you can on any given day. Be good to yourself, always. Nourish and help like-minded people. Never ever underestimate the power of love and kindness. I often think of my theme song as McFadden and oh. Whitehead ain't no stopping a so I'm going to read that again because it's so powerful. And thank you for sharing that. Hold tight to your ethics, beliefs, and be true to yourself. Be the best you can on any given day. Be good to yourself always. Nourish and help like-minded people. Never, 
ever underestimate the power of love and kindness. That's beautiful, Sarah. Thank you for sharing. It is absolutely who you are again and again. You are a multi-passionate person. And I have a question that we didn't prepare for. Oh, yeah. But, you know, I'm going to ask you this question because you did go to the Cambridge School of Culinary Arts. You were a chef. What was your favorite meal to make, to prepare? Um, That's a hard question. I know it's a hard question. Um, (laughs) I... I'm a very good chef, but I'm not, I am a savory chef. Not a savory chef? I am. Oh, you are a savory chef. I'm not a baker. You're not a baker, okay. Baking is with us. Um, (laughs) um, Baking was too precise? Yeah. Oh my gosh, that resonates with me so well because you know what? I've never followed a recipe in my life. Well, I follow them, <laughs> but I tweak them. You tweak them. Um, <laughs> I, my favorite thing, I love, really, I made them. I'm having a this. I'm an eggplant and barley. Eggplant? Um, yeah, layers of lazy. I've got eggplant, mm-hmm. and it's beautiful. What I really love to do, and that is this for a party. I spent hours doing the table, mm-hmm. making sure everything now is correct. So I'm going to just translate, if that's okay, just so we get that detail in. Speaking of details, so what Sarah's saying was she really, really loved was prepping for parties and making sure every detail was just right and perfect. I think it's clear that you are a perfectionist and and you have an eye for detail in everything that you do. That's absolutely true. And that's been an interesting Combination with ALS because what I have learned is um, when you get the easier order, I get the walk and hard to be a perfect So, when you cannot use your arms or your hands or walk, it's hard to be a perfectionist when you're relying on other people. I know that's a process of just accepting what the rest of us do is mediocre. No. Um, <laughs> I'm only teasing. No. I am very particular. Yes. And I think one of them things that Alice has taught me a few things I'm grateful for. ALS has taught me a few things that I'm grateful for. One of is don't sweat the small stuff. Don't sweat the small stuff. And they're very silly, but good me. My birthday. 
So Sarah is saying that it sounds very simple, but that's a really hard thing to do is to not sweat the small stuff. And she is very grateful for the support and love my I've given me it is much longer and Okay. So we're gonna go to your uh, I'm gonna share that and then we're gonna go to your uh, Toby for this last paragraph. So Sarah's saying that the community and her friends and family have given her so much support beyond what she ever imagined. And in my opinion, that is just really an example of who she is because people want to put all that love on her and share all that love with her. She has given and given and given for so many years and it's our chance to reciprocate that love. We are going to close with this very powerful question and also how to get in touch with Sarah and and talk a little bit about her roadmap. So two things. One is Sarah is the author of the ALS Roadmap, and it is a brochure on the best guidelines for approaching an ALS diagnosis soon after, where to begin, how to navigate that diagnosis. And it's in pink because that's Sarah's favorite color. Oh, boy. Of course. And if you reach out to uh, Sarah or myself, we will get a copy of that to you. So the roadmap is something that I wanted to share. And also the question that we have to ask on this podcast, right? Is there a is there a relationship between gratitude and resilience or vice versa? And Sarah has prepared an answer for us. So we're going to share that with the use of the Toby. And then we'll share how to get in touch with, with Sarah. Um. Would you like me to read it, Sarah? No, sure. So, so is the question is, is there a relationship, as I mentioned? And she said, absolutely. If one is fortunate enough to feel gratitude, I mean, really goosebumps feel it, resilience follows. It's the feeling of pure joy in the most, how do I say, touching emotional way. The love that has been shown to me makes ALS a minor role. Don't get me wrong. ALS is cruel and sneaky. But when the day's over, I lie in bed, recounting my blessings, grateful and ready and excited to encounter tomorrow. I'm very lucky and I have every intention to share so that others are resilient too. Sarah, this has been an absolutely amazing experience. Is there any last thing that you would like to add? And then we'll also add how to get in touch with you. I am incredibly fortunate and I want to dedicate my life with Alice to raising awareness and live um, legacy and my Sarah is saying that she's incredibly blessed and fortunate and she wants to leave a legacy of spreading awareness 
about ALS, about this disease, of what it's like to live with this disease. And I, I know, and everyone will agree, that you're doing just that. We are all so grateful to learn from you, Sarah Cooper. Sarah can be found on Facebook, Sarah Cooper. She can be emailed at Sarah ekcooper at aol.com. She is also on WhatsApp. Anything else, Sarah, that you no. would like to share? I would love to share whatever you want and my ALS roadmap. I'm very, very proud of my team and I and I know So Sarah would like to share her ALS roadmap with anyone who could benefit from it. And probably the easiest way to get that would be to contact me and we can get it out through Hope Loves Company. So you can uh, go to uh, www.hopelovescompany.org and we can send that roadmap out to you, uh, obviously free of charge. And we are so grateful for this time. We're doing our best here each and every day, not just in May, to spread ALS awareness. Sarah, you are a hero to me. I love you dearly. And we're going to get to Nantucket. And um, thank you, everyone, for this experience. And um, be more keel. Let's kick some ALS. Thank you. This is WCN, the Whole Care Network. You talk, we listen.